0: The following podcast is sponsored by the IAFF Financial Corporation in special recognition of Firefighters and Cancer Awareness Month. Welcome to the IAFF Podcast. I'm Lola Lilly. And I am Kevin Welsh and we are your guest hosts for this very important Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. The IFF has teamed up with the Firefighter Cancer Support Network to bring you a ton of new information around prevention, treatment, research, and culture changes around cancer in the fire service. Today, we have Kurt Becker and Sarah McMullen from the IFF Financial Corporation, and we're going to be talking to them uh, about different things, and maybe we could start off with um, with Kurt, maybe what is the IFF Financial Corporation and how did it come about?
1: Sure. Um, thank you guys very much. I uh, really appreciate the opportunity to be here with you and uh, to, to share with with you and, and your listeners, uh, not only uh, who the Financial Corporation is, uh, but uh, what we can do for our uh, IFF members across uh, North America. Uh, before I get into who the Financial Corporation is, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I come off the job. Uh, I've been a paramedic for 26 years. I was a fireman for 22 years. Uh, I just retired in June uh, when General President Kelly and uh, General Secretary Lima asked me to come and and head up the financial corporation. Uh, 20 of my 22 years I spent as an elected union officer from my home local, local 2665 out of the Metro St. Louis area. Uh, So I I, I come into this position with a lot of street level uh, insight. Uh, I get it. I understand what guys are going through uh, out there, uh, both uh, line-level firefighters, uh, company officers, and union leaders. And And I think what we've done uh, here at the Financial Corporation is really impressive. And with that, I'll, I'll kind of segue over to Sarah here and let her tell you guys about her and uh, maybe get into a little bit more about some of these plans that we're talking about.
2: All right. Well, I'm Sarah McMullen. I am the Director of Insurance for the IFF Financial Corporation. Um, I've been on the job all of about 97 days, um, but I have 18 years worth of insurance experience working with firefighters from the property and casualty side all the way over to most recently the um, supplemental. I actually came from the supplemental um, insurance world prior to coming to the financial corporation. Um, I was really excited when COO Becker um, brought me on because I do feel passionately that Firefighters are very much underserved in cancer insurance, given the rate of cancer um, within the fire service. Um, so we're really excited about about our new partnerships with NTA Life and MetLife to offer the members supplemental cancer insurance in a way that they haven't been before.
1: Members, a lot of IFF members don't even know they have a financial corporation. And I think that's you know really where we should start um you know you have this this is your business um you know very few international unions run their own financial corporation uh the IFFFC is a a for-profit c corporation uh and the sole shareholder is the iff about 30 years ago uh the city managers association declared war on firefighters and in particular on defined benefit pension plans Um, they, They sought to dismantle defined benefit plans across the country and take all of those assets, our retirement assets, and move them into defined contribution plans. And they also, at the same time, stood up their own financial corporation called the ICMARC, the Retirement Corporation, and they were taking our defined benefit monies and putting them into that ICMARC holding company. And then siphoning off of those assets, fees from our members that they then turned around and used against us to fight us on our key legislative battles from uh, staffing standards to health and safety standards to the kinds of uh, things that we were trying to do to allow our guys to live a more dignified life. And so... About 20 years ago, uh, the IFF said, you know what, we're going to go to war with you guys. Um, You know, we're going to stop you. We're going to stop you raiding our defined benefit pension plans. And we're going to stop you using our deferred comp assets to fight us on our key legislative battles. And so um, if you know anything about war, there's really only two ways to win them. You either have more resources than your enemy or you take resources away from your enemy and make them less effective on the battlefield. And, and that's what the IFF has been doing for the last 20 years in its, in its fight against the ICMA uh, Retirement Corporation. is We're taking assets away from our enemies, diminishing their ability to Actively work against us in state houses in Congress uh, here in Washington, D.C. When we started this thing 20 years ago, we had zero assets under management in our deferred comp plan. Uh, Today, we've got just under $17 billion uh, that we've built up over the last 20 years. Uh, Those are those are your deferred compensation assets that we are using to. Uh, support the mission of the IFF uh, rather than allowing the city managers to, to siphon fees off of your uh, deferred comp uh, savings uh, to fight us on those legislative battles so that's who the iff uh, financial corporation is that's, that's, that's the genesis of, of your uh, FC um, and, uh, and and but we're not just deferred comp uh, companies we don't just do uh, business with with uh, nationwide. Uh, we've got a number of, of corporate partners uh, that we have relationships with, um, and the reason we're here today is uh, to talk about uh, you know just some really exciting products uh, that go hand in hand with uh, the the cancer awareness uh, month that we're, we're talking about here in January, um, and 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 really go hand in hand with a new partnership that we've got with uh, with the American Cancer Society. Um, often goes untold when our members get diagnosed with cancer is the financial toll it takes on them and their families. Um, firefighters um, typically don't just exist on their base rate of pay. You've got overtime baked into that. You've got special duty pay. You've got hazard duty pay. A lot of our guys work a day off job. Uh, all of those uh, sources of income form you know, their, their total household revenue. And when a firefighter gets sick, uh, when they get cancer, uh, a lot of those income streams get cut off. You're not working overtime anymore. You're not working your day off job anymore. Um, you know, if you're lucky, you're in a state with presumptive law and um, and, you, and you're and you getting work comp income replacement benefits. But even those work comp benefits only cover about 66 and two thirds of your of your income. Uh, so there's a, there's an income gap for our guys. And again, those are the those are the fortunate ones. Uh, we still have a number of states where cancer isn't considered presumptive, in you know, it, with with the confines of the work comp laws, which means that oftentimes, if if you don't have that kind of coverage, you're burning your own sick leave, you're burning your own vacation time, or you're relying on your coworkers to uh, work uh, shifts for you while you're you know going through chemotherapy or recovering from radiation or whatever it is that you're you're, you're struggling with. There, so there's this huge. Gap that our members have uh, when they take the the risk of of being a firefighter and not having this level of protection, and and that's what these supplemental cancer uh, policies that we're here to talk about today are all about. Um, We know our guys are going to get sick. You know, statistically, it's it's inevitable that a certain percentage of IFF members are are going to get cancer over the course of their lifetime. Um, uh, You know, we don't know who that's going to be, obviously, um, but what we do know is that we can prepare. For that eventuality, uh, with some smart planning on the front end of this, and and that smart planning can help us avoid some significant financial uh, challenges uh, as we're facing the biggest fight of our lives. You know, so we-
3: Sarah, what other programs does the IFF Financial Corporation have, and how do those benefit the members?
2: So, on top of the um, nationwide program that Kurt discuss. Um, We do have also other insurance products. We have a property and casualty through Liberty Mutual. We have a Medicare plan. We have an affinity partnership with Cross Country Mortgage so members can get um, a mortgage through a a partner that we work with and a multitude of other um, insurances in regards to life insurance. And we have a lot of exciting things coming out within the next couple of months that um, I kind of want to say stay tuned on. Um, if Kurt wants to expand, he can, he's, he's the boss or the chief as I guess you'd say in the, the the firehouse. And so he can expand on him if he wishes to.
1: I would say the, the biggest thing that, um, you know, that we're going to be branching out into, uh, areas that we haven't been before, uh, is in the, in the, the the market space of wealth management. Um, so, you know, we're talking about cancer on this, uh, Uh, this this program. Uh, And, you know, I've seen an enormous culture change, uh, largely driven by the IFF uh, since I got on the job in 1999. Uh, You know, when I came on, just like, you know, anybody that's been around for 20 years or longer, you know, we didn't used to wash our gear. Uh, You know, in fact, when we when we got a job, we, we made a point of getting extra dirty. Um, and we certainly didn't go back to the firehouse and clean it. Um, and in fact, for, you know, for the first probably 10 years of my career, you know, I slept with my bunker pants right next to my bed. You know, to, to make my, you know, my alarm out time uh, a little quicker. So, you know, so going from where we were 20 years ago to where we are today, where, you know, having two sets of gear is the norm. Having extractors in your engine bay is the norm. You know, having, you know, bags on your truck to, to bag up uh, dirty gear is becoming the norm. All of those things are culture change that were driven by the IFF. Uh, and, the, and the IFF has proven, you know, time and time again, whether you look at the cancer uh, prevention that we're talking about here, whether you're talking about the behavioral health initiatives that we've undertaken, uh, the Wellness Fitness Initiative, uh, the IFF is the single uh, biggest driver of culture change in our industry. Uh, and the next the next area we're moving into is going to be that wealth management piece. Um, you know, we're in the process of uh, standing up a relationship with a, a national wealth management firm uh, to provide our members, uh, you know, from the time they get on the job to the time they retire and beyond, uh, you know, fiduciary financial planning services uh, to help them Uh, get their arms around, uh, you know, what they need to do uh, to live uh, as uh, as stress-free of a life when it comes to their personal finance uh, and to be able to retire with dignity when they want to and on their own terms uh, rather than having to work longer than they really should be working because they didn't make the plans that they needed to early in their career. So I'm very excited about where we're going with that. Um, And, uh, you know, as Sarah said, stay tuned uh, because I think in uh, mid year 2022 we'll be uh, we'll be launching that program and i think it's going to be a game changer for IFF members
0: that's fantastic guys so as firemen i think we're I, I think we 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 tend to think that we're invincible right and that it's not going to happen to us we're young we're healthy we tend to stay in shape um do do you have any case examples of like you know cuz we 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 tend to tell some of our newer members to get the insurance get what you need because it's sometimes it's inevitable what we're going to get um, yeah, many examples that you can say to our guys uh, or men and women to say, Hey, this is, this is a real world example of something where this, th- this product was absolutely beneficial.
2: So I'll, I'll take that one. Um, so my husband is not a firefighter, but at 40 ended up getting diagnosed with colon cancer, um, had, a, had a panic attack, ended up in the ER And all of a sudden they're like, you need a colonoscopy. They found it. He had surgery um, and firefighter cancer support network because I worked with them and some other things were really instrumental in helping us get to the correct surgeon. Um, So I'll be forever grateful for that. Um, But when we met with the surgeon, she said, if this were six months later, we would have been talking about hospice and not about treatment. So, you know, the prevention is is key, but it's also listening to your body. Well, I had been working in the supplemental insurance world for a long time. I talked about cancer insurance every single day for the last seven years when this happened. And I had the policy because I thought, well, if I'm going to offer it to firefighters, I should probably have it myself. And the fact that we had it, we have great insurance. Our insurance covered a majority of, you know, that the surgery, the chemo, all of that, but he needed some second opinions and we needed to pay cash for that. And having supplemental benefits allowed us to do that. Um, also when he, we had to wait for his disability payments to come in, we weren't sweating every month. How are we going to pay the mortgage? Um, probably my favorite thing that we did with our supplemental benefits though, was I actually had to go to Hawaii for a meeting and, we decided to take his chemo benefit from that month and put it towards buying him a ticket so that he could come with me and sit on the beach and lay by the pool. Um, and if we didn't have that money, we wouldn't have been able to make that work. So you really can use the supplemental benefits for whatever, you know, you want to,
1: you know, just anecdotally, I can tell you, um, I I can think of three guys uh, that I worked with, uh, in the St. Louis area, all of whom were under the age of fifty. All of whom got aggressive forms of prostate cancer, um, uh, and they were all uh, about my age. They were they were in their mid forties, uh, late forties, um, and um, and and you know, were were it not for uh, their wellness fitness initiative uh, annual physicals, they wouldn't have caught you know the the early stage prostate cancer, um, uh, and and uh, and again you you know. 45-year-olds aren't supposed to be getting prostate cancer. 45-year-olds aren't supposed to be getting testicular cancer. You know, 45-year-olds aren't supposed to be getting thyroid cancer. Uh, and, and that's what we're seeing in the industry right now. And, and you, you, you know, all across the country, we're seeing, you know, not only aggressive forms of cancer appearing in our community, but appearing at a much younger age than they normally appear in the general population. And that's why this is so important. Um, you know, the, these things, uh, when they come at you, they come at you hard. And, um, you know, uh, like, like you said, we're, we're, we're young, strong, healthy people. You know, we tend to, you know, uh, kind of not even think about our own mortality. Um, uh, but, but then when you see a guy that you've worked with for 10 years, you know, sidelined for, you know, six months because he's recovering from one of these things, it really, it really drives the, the message home that this is something that um, um, uh, we need to, to really pay a lot more attention to.
3: I imagine, Sarah, that having your husband come to Hawaii was actually very healing, even just being able to hang out and relax and be there with the family. That's obviously not a, a standard cancer treatment, but that kind of that kind of stuff is is valuable. Well I've never been diagnosed with cancer. I have been off on injuries before, and I have one where I did not have any kind of supplemental insurance and while I went through that process, I did have some times where we were sweating, paying the mortgage, and it it adds a level of stress to that. And mine was just a standard injury. I can't imagine adding that sort of stress to the stress of cancer. So I definitely I am very supportive of this type of product, and I think it is very important for guys to consider strongly.
1: One of the things that um, is really important, you know, as as I've learned more about this, is you know that it's not just our guys that are getting sick uh, from this. Um, you know, Sarah, if you wouldn't mind sharing the the story that uh, you did with me yesterday about uh, the firefighter that uh, you worked with, whose uh, whose wife got uh, uh, serious breast cancer, um, and uh, the the impact that you know the supplemental cancer product had on their lives.
2: Yeah, so I spent you know ten years in the supplemental insurance world before I came over to the financial corporation. 90 days ago. Um, And one of the first firefighters that I ever worked with, um, he actually bought a a family cancer plan. And I remember sitting at the table with him at the station and we're talking about the policy and he's going back and forth between, should I get the individual or should I get the family plan? Right. "Uh, Maybe I'm going to say, I'm like, look, I'm like you're talking about saving $9 a month. You're going to want the family plan. Just go with it. You know, we can always kick it back to individual. And I will never forget the day he called me and he said, you're not going to believe this. He goes, I could not be more grateful for you for telling me to get the family plan. He's like, my wife was just diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. And through about a two year process, he got almost probably right around $200,000. Um, it was a, it was a large, a large sum of money, but the best part about it for him was that he didn't have to ask his crew to donate vacation and sick time. Because I think what happens a lot of times in the firehouse is you guys forget that there's a support team behind you um, that keeps the household running while you're at the station. And if that support team goes down or you need to be off to help take care of that person, there's no there's no disability policy for that. The best way to protect your family is to make sure that you're carrying supplemental benefits on them as well.
0: That's amazing. I I think that we always try to be so self-sufficient. We're always taking care of other people's problems. And uh, I think this is probably the best way to be as self-sufficient as possible is to have the correct insurance in place that when something does happen, you don't have to rely on somebody else. You have those things in place. And the dollar amounts is so minimal. And I think, you know, I've seen the benefits firsthand with guys that with supplemental insurance programs and, and cancer policies that it just makes all the sense in the world. Um, and there's no stress like financial stress on top of being sick. And so I think, um, just alleviate that by, by having some policies in place, you know, and that just makes all the sense in the world. You said that financial stress is
1: something that we're really focused on. Uh, when you, When you read Forbes magazine every year, they do an annual uh, survey on the most stressful occupations in the country. And consistently firefighting is number one, two or three. That's just the stress of our job uh, puts us at the very top of that index. Um, You know, when you look at financial stress, um, that is one of the single greatest sources of stress in a human being's life. Uh, More marriages end in divorce because of financial distress than because of infidelity. Um, it is, it is a real problem. And when you think about, uh, the stress of being a firefighter and the stress of financial distress, it's an, it's an enormous force multiplier. Um, and, and that's why we're so focused on this because we can't have paramedics out there in the back of ambulances, uh, you know, worried about, uh, you know, how they're going to pay their mortgage next month, uh, when they need to be focusing on the CHF patient that's crashing in front of them. Um, you know, these are the tools that your financial corporation are bringing to you to, to, to provide you with an opportunity to avoid those kinds of stresses, uh, stressors in, you, in your career and in your personal life. And you know, talking about, you know, the, 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 the real force multiplier is financial distress brought on by a critical illness, either yourself or your family. I mean, that's like the trifecta there. You're a firefighter. Can't pay your mortgage because your wife is 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 sick and and trying to get better so that you guys can have a life together. I mean, like that, that's 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 your worst case scenario there. And we can short circuit a lot of that stuff just by uh, paying attention to the programs that uh, that we you know provide IFF members uh, across the spectrum.
3: Sarah, can you share with us some of the specifics of the cancer plans that are offered?
2: Yeah, so there's really two different kinds of supplemental cancer plans. The first one being a reimbursement type plan, um, which is the NTA plan that we partnered with to bring to our members. This plan pays on services rendered or treatments given. Um, it typically it, There's no lifetime maximums on a majority of the benefits. Um, it just continues to pay over and over and over again for as many times as you receive those treatments or services. Um, it does also um, pay again. So if a firefighter has cancer and then goes into remission and the cancer comes back, the benefits stay with them and are there again, just as they were the first time, um, which we felt was a really important component um, for some of our members. They would like that that ability to be able to use the program several times if need be. I've worked with firefighters a long time. Reimbursement plans are more work because you have to file more claims to get the money, but they usually end up paying out more money for the cancer treatment and services um, just based upon the way the policy is built. But knowing firefighters, and some firefighters liking the ease of just filing one time, um, we also went with MetLife um, to offer a cancer and critical illness plan. It's a $20,000 benefit. Um, it pays for cancer and critical illness, but it's just a lump sum payment. Um, so as soon as a firefighter gets a diagnosis, they file their diagnosis and they get their lump sum payment. Now they can do that, you know, a couple times on cancer and critical illness. Um, but this one is also one of the important things with the MetLife plan. It's a guaranteed issue, which means that we're going to be running an open enrollment. You're not going to be able to just sign up for this whenever you want. Everybody kind of knows what an open enrollment is, thanks to. The healthcare where where you work, so that will start January third and will roll out in different regions across the the U.S. So members will need to make sure they're checking their emails from their their locals and the IFF to see when when they're available for the program. Um, but it is guaranteed issue, so any member, regardless of health status, can can get that
3: program. Very good. So we've already been touching on this a bunch, but let's talk a little bit about why you guys think. IAFF members should consider using the services and programs that are offered through the financial corporation?
1: So uh, obviously, um, you know, the most important part is to provide our members with the uh, security that they need to have a uh, dignified career and retirement. Um, I mean, that's, that's just the most important part of this here. Um, you know, firefighters are amazing people. and I, I say this all the time. You know, there's 30 million Americans, uh, and there's about 330,000 professional firefighters in the United States. You know, so if you do the math, that means that 99.99% of our population is relying on 0.01% of us to provide them with critical services at their, at their most vulnerable hour of need. It takes a very special person to do that. Um, and, um, and, and, and while we're amazing at solving other people's problems, we're particularly bad about preparing for our own problems. And what we're trying to do here is, is push pause on this continuum of our lives as, as first responders in this warrior culture and say, listen, you guys got to take care of yourselves. You've got to plan not only for your future, but for today because this isn't something that's, you know, off at the end of uh, a 25 or 30 year career. You you can get sick today from this stuff. We're seeing, you know, kids uh, on a job for five and 10 years coming down with cancers that, you know, we can't even explain, Um, you know, so this isn't some boogeyman that might come out of the shadows. Um, No, I mean, our guys are gonna get sick. If you work in a firehouse uh, with uh, 30 or 40 other people, a couple of those guys over the course of your career at least are going to come down with a serious illness. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the difference between su- surviving that, not only physically, but financially, is whether or not you've done the legwork on the front end to be prepared for that. Uh, and, and that's our goal. That's our mission, is to make sure that um, our members are thinking about the ways that they can um, uh, hedge their bets, if you will. Because, you know, as Sarah said, you know, these aren't expensive policies. Uh, You know, we're talking about 25, 30 bucks a month. Uh, You know, if you're a young guy, you know, getting uh, into one of these things, you know, if you're in your 40s or 50s, I think it ranges up to, you know, the mid 40s, $50 a month, somewhere in that neighborhood. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, Sarah. Um, But, uh, you know, this isn't a big number. And when you think about the amount of relief that you you and your family are going to have if you are one of those unlucky guys that, that catches the diagnosis um it, it's just gonna make all the difference in the world for you uh and and that's what we really feel good about is providing members with the opportunity to avoid that catastrophic situation in their life where um you know, because like, like many of our guys, they're, they're living paycheck to paycheck. You know, um, we've got a lot of members out there uh, that, you know, that uh, are, are spending what they're bringing in. Um, and uh, if you hits the brakes, you know, for whatever reason, and you're off the job for six months recovering from one of these illnesses, it, it could be devastating to you. And the, having one of these policies is going to make the difference between, you know, whether these guys can pay their mortgage or not, whether they can stay in their house. You know whether they can keep sending their kids to the schools they want to go to, you know, or or take a vacation with their family. Um, You know, because you you know when you're diagnosed with something, your mortality comes hitting you hard, right right square in the face, and uh, you know, and and you're 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 confronted with the possibility that you know you may not be around next Christmas. You know, you may not be around for your next summer vacation you know, and, and hopefully we caught this thing early and hopefully you have a great recovery and you finish out your career, but, but you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be swallowing that. And, um, you know, and so like I said, having, having 20 extra grand, maybe to just take the trip that you hadn't taken with your kids yet, could, could make all the difference in the world for you and your family. And, uh, and, and, and those are the opportunities that we want to make sure our members have it up, op- you know, take advantage of. So.
2: Nah. I kind of want to piggyback onto that. So, so why these two programs, right? Over what you're offered from your work or your employer, I mean, supplemental benefits, there's a lot of providers out there, right? Um, We've all seen the commercials. Some of them have really have animals in them. Others may not, whatever, but why these two? So I don't think most members know um, the IFF financial, where we actually put out an art, it's called an RFP, and asked all of the supplemental insurance companies to provide us what they would offer our members. And we hold our partners to really strict guidelines, account management. They have, I mean, the customer service has to be top notch. They agree to a lot of different factions that help protect the members um, I've, like I said, I've spent a lot of time in the insurance world with firefighters. I've sat around the kitchen tables and I have watched insurance people come do presentations at firehouses over and over and over again. I mean, you guys are just kind of sitting there and insurance people know where to find you. You're pretty easy to find. And I guess the main message I would like to get out is our mission at the financial core is to choose companies and providers that help protect you. So. Just, I want our members to kind of keep that in mind when looking at the marketplace. We've vetted these companies. They, they meet our criteria. And um, I'm a, I have pretty high expectations of our partners. And, and these two companies will meet that for our members.
0: That's great to hear because we do get hit quite a bit, and you don't <laughs> know uh, You know what what is right and what's wrong. And I, I love what Kurt had to say. I think we we at work prepare for worst case scenarios all the time, but we're just horrendous at preparing for our own personal worst case scenarios. And I, I can't uh, you know advocate more for guys preparing themselves for their own tragedies in life, which are usually inevitable happening. So, for somebody like Noel and I, we're working in a fire station. Do you have to have a rep come out? And, or is, where can we find more about these two programs?
2: So you can go to the IFF Financial Corps website. Um, NTA does have field agents that they can actually send to stations if that's something that um, members want, but you can also just enroll online and find all the program information online. The MetLife one, um, like I said, is going to be an open enrollment um, that'll phase out starting January 3rd, but you can get some product information um, on our website and both NTA and MetLife actually do webinar series for um, that members can join and learn more specifically about their programs. So you can check the Financial Core website for the webinar series as well.
1: A little while ago, we put a lot of effort into vetting the companies with whom we do business. Um, you know, we don't just take anybody on as a partner, um, and and part of what we you know evaluate is their ability. Uh, to, to meet firefighters where they are, uh, you know, because we know how guys operate, you know, uh, um, and, and what we made clear to, to, to both MetLife and NTA is that your call center has got to be prepared immediately to provide our guys with a live human being to talk to. Um, firefighters are, are, you know, tragically impatient. Um, so if they've got to sit, you know, on a phone tree for, you know, two minutes while they're at the fire station just to talk to somebody, you can forget about it. And, and, uh, and that's just a small example of, of the effort that we've put into making, you know, these products, not only uh, the best products uh, that we can find, but also uh, supported by companies that understand firefighters, understand how they operate and, and understand the, you know, what they need, you know, in order to be successful with uh, having these conversations. So we know guys don't, you know, in a lot of cases want to sit down with somebody at the firehouse. If you want to, we can make that happen. But most of our guys are going to want to do a lot of research on their own. Um, And you can find all of those resources uh, on the IFF uh, Financial Corporation website. Uh, And each one of these companies has a a robust call center uh, prepared uh, to uh, to answer any questions that may not be available uh, uh, on the
3: there. Awesome. Well, thank you both for joining us. And thank you, especially for all the hard work that you are putting in. And it's clear that you are both passionate about this. And we really appreciate that Kevin and I as firefighters, it's a big deal. And having people like you standing behind us with support like this is very important to me personally. And I know to a lot of other guys out there. So
0: thank you guys. Thank you guys. Appreciate it
1: appreciate you guys uh, taking the time on this one. Uh, I know you guys have been doing some heavy lifting uh, not just on this topic but others. So thank you very much.
0: Awesome.
3: We encourage everybody to go to the website, do some research, see if these plans are right for you. As you've heard both Kevin and I, we think these are a good idea. Thank you for listening. This has been the IAFF podcast. This program has been sponsored by the IAFF Financial Corporation. For more information on who we are and what services are available to members, including our supplemental cancer benefits, visit our website at iff-fc.com.